Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
desert We started out as slaves Made it to the motherland And then came the crusades It's been so many years Crying so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground Through our faith we are found Standing strong The Spanish Inquisition Wanted us to bow But our banks ain't gonna bend Never then and never now It's been so many years Crying so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground Through our faith we are found Standing strong We are a miracle The devil was a man But the few who carried on Leave the millions who are gone It's been so many years Crying so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground Through our faith we are found Standing strong We are a miracle a battle on the news we are the stars as history repeats itself and makes us who we are hate is all around us but we'll be here to sing
grateful every day I once heard the wise man say Just stop, don't think about it Cause tomorrow is a brand new day The world is not exactly how The way it used to be But I have a certain feeling Hashem is watching me I won't let fears and worries steal the joy out of my day Nothing positive and problems melt away Stop, don't think about it Be thankful every day I once heard the wise man say Just stop, don't think about it Cause tomorrow is a brand new day Thank you. 
חתן וכלה, לשמכם כל הלילה, כל הלילה, בשירה ובזמרה.
J.M. in the A.M. Soul Farm, that's called Mehera. You heard Kulanu Nizamer. Chaim David Burson yesterday alluded to that song when he spoke about the uh, duet, <coughs> excuse me, with Nisim Black. Uh, Chaim David Burson was here yesterday. If you missed any of it, of course, is an archive at NahumSiegel.com. There's also a uh, Facebook Live post that you will see. You can watch the entire video now. Well, not now, later today. Once our original programming has concluded, like, I don't know, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock in that area, then you could watch the uh, the um, encounter that I had with Chaim David Burson in studio yesterday. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Great album. Um, and that's Kulana Nizamer. Stop was done by Ohad. You're very familiar with that song already. If, uh, if you're a fan of Kosher Halftime Show 2018, that's for sure. Derech Achim had Mayim Rabim. Yaakov Shweki with both We Are a Miracle and Eight Rakot, and of course Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a uh, Thursday on this February the 8th, the 23rd of Shvat. Good morning, all. Another great day here at JM in the AM with plenty of wonderful programming all through the day. I hope you take our Thursday morning advice. This is the advice we give practically every Thursday morning, which is keep it on the Nahum Single Network all through the day. 
Now, you'd say, wouldn't we recommend that every single day? Well, the truth is we would, and often we do. But uh, there's something about Thursday, so much original programming, such a variety of shows, so many different personalities, that especially on Thursday, I want to make sure to keep it here all day long. Simple as that. Uh, Mark Zomek tonight presents the uh, Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. Again, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's just one example of our great Thursday programming and a whole bunch of other stuff, which we'll go through later on here at JM in the AM. Anyway, uh, we continue with plenty more. Thanks for joining us, everybody. If you have not yet seen Kosher Halftime Show 2018, you make sure to do so. And trust me, you'll be glad you did. It is an amazing production and one that we are extremely proud of. Uh, So make sure to uh, view it as soon as you can at some point later on today. Kosher Halftime Show 2018. More coming up. Here's Uri Davidi. מחכים, מצפים, מקווים ורוצים שיגיע כבר היום לאותם סיגולה ונראה גאולה ונסגרות בקרוב כל יהודי בתוך ליבו יאמר אך
חזון הדמעות, הלוואי, ירושלים. הלוואי, נעלה יחנאל על השם, במהרה בימינו אמן. הלוואי, ירושלים.
If I miss, I'll make it to the stars. 
כל אדם מחפש מקומות ונופים חדשים בעולם. הוא חוצה יבשות וימים במסע של הנפש לשם. על כנפי מחוזות הדמיון הוא מפליג בספינה אל הים, אך בסוף זה הלב, הלב שמוביל, מוביל אותנו לשם. כל הדרכים משלילים, מכחישים, משתתים, מובילים לירושלים. כל התפילות, הדמעות, בקשות, מחשבות.
your head Turn around Move your shoulders Up and down Stretch your arms And touch the ground Good morning And I'm so happy it's another beautiful day. I'm looking forward to doing Hashem's wonderful mitzvah. And every morning I do exercise. Stretch up, stretch down, stretch all around.
J.M. and the A.M. Weinrib Brothers. Mayen Olam Haba. Good Morning was done by Uncle Maishu off the brand new volume 19. Avremo had Yerushalayim Shabalev, Avi Peretz, and Enod Milvado. You heard Michal Brzezanski on the success of a brand new video shooting for the moon. Simcha Liner had Marakeid Uri Davidi opening it up with Halavai. Minute to go before 7 o'clock at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. We'll do our news from Israel coming up obviously. Anybody who goes for lunch or dinner to Bedford-on-Park today, 61 East 34th Street in Manhattan, 61 East 34th Street in Manhattan, northwest corner of 34th and Park. If you go to Bedford-on-Park to enjoy a great lunch or dinner at any point today, make sure to mention the name Nachum Siegel. You get yourself a free dessert. How good is that? Free dessert. Mention the name Nachum Siegel. Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. And you'll be glad you went because the food there is spectacular. Really, really good. Full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network, as you would suspect on a Thursday or actually any day. And I mean a full day with amazing programming all through the day. From now all the way through our Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Galay Tzal in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. It's Galay Tzal, in fact, in the background. Speak to Rabbi uh, Freilich of um, Ezra Academy coming up later on in the uh, Thursday J.M. in the A.M. broadcast. They're celebrating 50 years in that unique educational institution and uh, plenty more happening here on a Thursday if you keep it here at JM and the AM. Galetzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM סערת החוק הפולני, ניצולי שואה שמפגינים בשעה זו מול שגירות פולין בתל אביב פרצו אל שטח השגירות והתעמתו עם מאבטחים במקום. כתבתנו עמית חדד שמע את הניצולים יעקב אדלשטיין בן 83 ואת יהודית רוזנצוויג ניצולת אושוויץ בת 88. הסתכלו איך שמובילים אותנו. נתנו לנו לעבור יפה למוות. לא אכפת היה לאיש. אין סליחה ואין מחילה. אין, אין. לא, יותר גרוע מגרמנים מאלף פעם. ישראל ולבנון דנות באמצעות מתווכים בהקמת גדר הגבול הישראלית בצפון ובבניית אסדות גז בים התיכון. כך אמר נשיא לבנון מישל אאון, כתבתנו אילי שחר. על פי הדיווח בסוכנות רויטרס, השליח האמריקני דיוויד סטרפילד העביר מסר לבכירים בלבנון, לפיו ישראל לא רוצה בהידרדרות המצב בשל המחלוקת בעניין בניית החומה לאורך הגבול. אין סיבה לדאגה, אמר השליח האמריקני לבכירים בממשלת לבנון. תושב ראשון לציון נעצר בחשד שניהל בית בושת בחולון, כתבתנו פיי גוטמן. החשוד בן 47 נעצר לאחר שהתקבלו מספר תלונות במשטרה על רעש ומטרד שמגיע מדירה בחולון. לאחר שהמשטרה סגרה את המקום לפני כמה שבועות, נפתח מחדש ואתמול עצרו השוטרים את בעל המקום ועיכבו את הנשים שעבדו בו. בבית המשפט החליטו לשחררו בתנאים מגבילים ובהמשך יוגש נגדו כתב אישום. 
נשיא ארצות הברית לשעבר ג'ורג' בוש הבן מצטרף לדמוקרטים וטוען רוסיה התערבה בבחירות לנשיאות. כתבנו עירד עצמון שמייר. במפגש פסגה באבו דאבי תקף בוש את נשיא רוסיה ולדימיר פוטין. הוא לא חושב איך שנינו נוכל לנצח, אלא איך אני מנצח ואתה מפסיד, דברי בוש. דבריו של הנשיא לשעבר עולים בקנה אחד עם עמדת ראש מחלקת הגנת הסייבר במחלקה לביטחון המולדת, שאמרה בריאיון לרשת NBC כי רוסיה הצליחה לחדור למאגרי המידע של הבוחרים האמריקנים במספר מדינות. מאמן נבחרת ישראל לשעבר אלישע לוי מותח ביקורת על ההתאחדות לכדורגל שלא מינתה מאמן קבוע לנבחרת מאז עזיבתו. הוא שוחח עם בוני גינצבורג וטל שורר. ברור שהיה צריך להיות מאמן, אני חושב שאני קיבלתי את הנבחרת באותו מצב. גם אם הנבחרת אין לה שום משחק או שום פעילות, אני חושב שזה זמן מאוד מאוד יקר שהוא חשוב למאמן כדי לעקוב. אני לא חושב שזה תקין ואין לזה אח ורע. מאמן צריך להיות, זה לא משנה. ומזג האוויר חם ויבש מהרגיל בעונה, בסוף השבוע יוסיף להתחמם, ובמישור החוף ובדרום אפילו אפילו יש רבי. אלה החדשות שעורך אריאל זיגלר.
J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Whoa, there you go. Thursday morning with uh, Sandy Shmueli. Sandy is amazing. Sandy is incredible. And uh, his new album is uh, simply remarkable. If you haven't uh, checked it out yet, check it out. Anishar is the name of it. Sandy Shmueli here at um, J.M. in the A.M. Uh, where's my list? There we go. Before that, Shlomo Katz, Nigun of the Birds, he calls it off. Yismach Melech. I think it's an amazing Nigun. Thursday morning with 27 degrees, mostly sunny and a high of 34. Clear tonight, low 24. Tomorrow, cloudy for Erev Shabbos with a high of 37. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 67, as Rabbi Yigal Siegel reminded me yesterday how incredibly warm it is in Jerusalem uh, for a February, uh, for, for February, frankly. 
Yeah, we left, and all of a sudden, temperatures warm up like crazy. 27 here in New York City as we say good morning at the JM and the AM. Again, a reminder, if you're at Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street, a delicious restaurant under the leadership of Chef Alex, today for lunch, for dinner, make sure to mention the name Nahum Siegel. You get yourself a free dessert. For those of you wondering if it was worthwhile tuning into this program, you now have your answer. It's... uh giving you the potential to have a free dessert at Bedford-on-Park. What's better than that? Uh, Douglas Sokloff experience for Pesach happens at the Westin Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa. Uh, 1-800-826-5645 for information. 1-800-826-5645 or go to the web, SokloffExp.com, S-O-C-L-O-F-E-X-P.com for information. Yeshiva University basketball, the men's basketball team, the Maccabees, are doing amazing, Baliyai Hara. They have four regular season games left. One of them is tonight up at um, the Max Stern Athletic Center. Wish them the very best. They are on a six-game winning streak, five of the six on the road. And uh, it looks like they may do some damage in the Skyline Conference, which would be amazing. It would really be amazing. <laughs> you have no idea how amazing it would be. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Good luck, Coach Elliot Steinmetz and everybody up at uh, Yeshiva University. Um, don't forget this coming Saturday night, the One Israel Fund has the Play for Israel game night and Israeli auction. It's this coming Saturday night at the mansion at Lawrence starting at 8.30 p.m. Register by going to playforisrael.org playforisrael.org and remember if you utilize the uh, promo code play4nsn right for Nahum Siegel Network play4nsn as a promo code you save some money on your registration it's this coming Saturday night the very fun One Israel Fund um, a game night at the mansion at Lawrence those of you who saw the kosher halftime show saw the commercial for it really 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 well done to say the least and um And, um, oh, that's interesting. And uh, everybody has an opportunity to uh, to go, enjoy, be a big winner, and support the One Israel Fund. And, frankly, I don't think there are too many, uh, too many better causes than that, than the One Israel Fund, frankly, as you know. Achiezer dinner is a week from tonight, February the 15th at the Sands. Achiezer dinner a week from tonight, February the 15th at the Sands. Go to achiezer.org. Go to achiezer.org for information. Again, achiezer.org for information. And um, get your registration done for the dinner for Achiezer a week from tonight. JM in the AM with Rami Kleinstein. Shishi, <laughs> 
Rami Kleinstein just gave me a great idea about an about a possible event. I just texted somebody about uh, Rami Kleinstein maybe being the answer to the big question about an event that's going to be planned for five seven seven nine. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, JM and the M on a Thursday uh, coming up on Sunday. Toro Masora, the National Conference of Yeshiva Principals has a networking event at the Rosenbaum Yeshiva of North Jersey on Kinder Kamek Road in River Edge. The National Conference of Yeshiva Principals Division of Torah Masora invites you, the principal, to join them for a special one-day networking event. It will consist of Shilas Uchuvos with Rabbi Ruben Feinstein and 
networking sessions for principals. There's no fee for the event. Our good friend, Rabbi Mordechai Besser, who's going to join me in a second, is the contact for the event. You could uh, register by either emailing mbesser at torahmasorah.org or by dialing 212-227-1000, extension 4540. Rabbi Mordechai Besser, executive school consultant for Torah Umasorah. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. What a pleasure to be back here. It is amazing to speak with you. Uh, Rabbi Besser, of course, the longtime beloved principal at Manhattan Day School. And you, you'd, you'll be surprised to know that uh, that all the Seagulls have left is one seventh grader. Could you imagine? I know. He's <laughs> a cutie. I miss him. <laughs> That's all we got to go. But it's been an amazing run, and we, have to, we are completely indebted to you for that, and we thank you. Now you are with Torah Masora, and, well, this is unique. I, I assume, you know, if, you, if you're in the crowd, so to speak, I, I guess these types of events happen more often than someone like myself would know about, but uh, uh, this is a different type of event. It's, it's literally principals getting together and, I guess, uh, you know, sort of just uh, spending a few hours together and asking the questions that are really troubling uh, as one tries to educate in the year 2018. Absolutely. And I'm sure as someone who knows uh, Rev. Ruvain and Rev. Sheila from the East Side initially, before they moved to Staten Island, right. we felt that of all the Gdolim, uh, of all the Russian yeshivas, Rev. Ruvain is the one who could be down to earth and understand the question. This, this event will encompass a select group of principals and guidance counselors from all over the Jewish spectrum. Does it include both high school and elementary school? It does. It's open to everybody. And uh, what I'm most proud of is the fact that uh, through activities such as this and through hiring me, Torah Masora is reaching out to day schools. Torah Masora is not exclusively concentrating on one area of Jewish education. And the day school movement, obviously, all around the country continues to grow, thank God. And Baruch Hashem, it's growing very nicely. By the, way, by the way, on that topic, do you get to travel to see what's happening out of New York and New Jersey, or you're essentially here? Okay, so the answer is yes and yes. Okay. Uh, in other words, I started September, and uh, I was really welcomed so warmly by colleagues uh, that I enjoy working on uh, with. So in addition to my work on reaching out to the day schools, I'm also involved in uh, principal, administrative, and teacher placement. You know, being a shatchan, right. if someone's looking for a job, if an institution's looking for a person. I'm involved in a SAD committee that's called student placement. It would shock you to know how many kids who should be in yeshiva or day school are either in public school or sitting at home? Wow. Or schools are throwing them out or not accepting them. Um, we, I was in Houston two weeks ago. We had an excellent midwinter conference speaking about some very important topics. I'm also involved in accreditation. Uh, we're working with an outfit called Advanced Ed, in which Torah Masora will be accrediting schools around the United States. So 
The answer is I've traveled some. I suspect I will be traveling more. I have visited a lot of the schools in the New York area. And I guess if uh, a really qualified teacher, both in Judaic studies and secular studies, wants a job, quote-unquote, out of town, there's some communities that are really expanding and booming, and there are plenty of uh, opportunities, right? Absolutely. And ironically, that's really primarily because of a fellow named Siegel. (laughs) Nate Siegel, Rabbi Nate Siegel, who has created literally hundreds and hundreds of new Jewish communities around the country. Well, I'm glad to hear he continues to do a good job, Baruch Hashem. Rabbi Mordechai Besser is with us live via telephone. National Conference of Yeshiva Principals uh, networking event happens this coming Monday at the, uh, it's Sunday, ra- Sunday, right? Is it yes. Sun- Sunday, rather. Sorry about that. This coming Sunday, I almost took the principals out of their school on Monday. Uh, Sunday at the Rosenbaum Yeshiva of North Jersey in River Edge, New Jersey, where Ruven Feinstein will be there to answer questions. Now, I, I, I don't even think this is the forum to discuss some of the questions that are now coming across your desk. Life is getting very complicated when it comes to family life in the United States, and it's certainly a lot of these questions and situations are either seeping or are, you know, or, or are drastically getting into our community. You'd agree with that, right? Oh, very, very much. The challenges that uh, principals and directors of gardens have to deal with today never existed in those days. Mm-hmm. In those days, in a high school level, you didn't have to worry about vaping. Half the population doesn't know what it means. Right. But let me tell you, the high school student population in all schools, from Haredi to very modern, they know what it is. Wow. And it's a challenge. We had one principal from California who contacted me to ask Rebruvain, what do we do on January 1st? They legalized marijuana in California. Right. So in addition to everything else, she's worried about her high, high school girls. What's she going to do with them? You know, if, if uh, they're so inclined and so are their parents to smoke pot. These wow. are problems that we never encountered before. Right. And then add in all the family situations and the, uh, the very difficult, uh, you know, uh, uh, circumstances that often arise, and you have uh, you have the same problems in 2018 in our community that you have everywhere else, it seems, in this country. And I'm sure a lot of this will come up on Sunday, correct? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, if you're a principal out there or a guidance counselor by Mordechai Besser, who is the executive school consultant for the uh, Nash- for the uh, Torah Masora organization, invites you to be part of this networking event, a principal's networking event, it is free. Just register online. You can go to the Torah website, easy enough to find. And uh, it's in the uh, Rosenbaum Yeshiva of North Jersey this coming Sunday. Information at 212-227-1000, extension 4540. Again, that's 212-227-1000, extension 4540. I'm glad they chose you for this position, Rabbi Besser, and continued success. And I hope the same influence you had on us here locally you'll, uh, you'll have nationally on so many different schools around the country. Thank you, Emit Sashem, and best regards to Stacy and the kids. Greatly appreciate that. Rabbi Mordechai Besser, everybody out there who's a principal or a guidance counselor, take advantage of this free event on Sunday, 212-227-1000, extension 4540. <clears throat> Thursday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM as we continue. Rabbi, <clears throat> excuse me. Rabbi David Goldwasser is coming up in just a second. 
I want to um, remind everybody that we have an amazing and incredible schedule all through the day, especially on Thursday. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari is going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, you figured with the kosher halftime show out there, there's really nothing else to say about the Super Bowl, but uh, in fact, there is. And Charlie Harari, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Uh, Charlie Harari is going to be discussing teamwork, working as a team, <clears throat> working as a team and lessons learned this past Sunday uh, by, by, uh, by people from the uh, Phil- lessons learned this past Sunday from the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots coming up at 930 Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder the latest political news we call that spin class 10 a.m. Allison Josephs. Allison interviews Jessica Katz, director of Yad Lea Clothing for Israel. And Miriam L. Wallach at um, 10.30 this morning on That's Life is uh, going to be uh, speaking with Yitzhak Rosenthal. He, of course, of Shalshela's fame. And um, they'll have an opportunity to talk about the brand new album. And... Uh, Discuss a whole bunch of stuff regarding Jewish music, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, today's live lunch, which we will conduct live in studio at 11 a.m., I believe we're going to have a special guest in studio who knows a little bit about the Inbal Hotel in Jerusalem where we just were uh, last week. So we'll get an opportunity to speak about the Inbal coming up between 11 and 1 Eastern time. And I think we may just Facebook Live that entire encounter as well. So if you like watching the live lunch in addition to listening to it, today you might be in luck. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Rav Zebin Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be beginning today a new series on Simcha. We find a very interesting bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to his son Yehuda. He stated, Their eyes will be reddened from the abundance of wine, and their teeth, will be white from the abundance of milk. The Talmud and Ksubus explains that one who smiles to his friend, his eyes reflect kindness, he shows his teeth by smiling, and that's better than one who gives his friend milk to drink. Rav Shlem of Olba, in his Sefer Ali Shor, cites the Talmud and Makkus. It explains the Pesuk in Devarim that Moshe designated three cities beyond the Ardain. It was towards the rising of the sun. Hashem said to Moshe, Cause the sun to shine for the unintentional sinners while they are in exile. Others interpret it that Hashem told Moshe, You have caused the sun to shine for the unintentional sinners by designating these three cities of refuge. Ravolba explains that causing the sun to shine means to give them sustenance to the extent that the compassion and the care is then far-reaching. For example, when a person had to find sanctuary in one of these cities of refuge, his Rebbe was exiled together with him so that the sun would shine for the unintentional slayer. The Rambam in Hilchus Rotseach says that selecting these three cities was a unique mitzvah. It's difficult to understand, however, there wasn't a more important last mitzvah that Moshe could fulfill before he passed on than causing the sun to shine 
for these unfortunate individuals. In truth, Ravoba says that causing the sun to shine for another person, ha'aras panim, it's a basic fundamental of all the mitzvahs. It defines the essence of man's relationship to his fellow man. Right from the outset, the Torah tells us that Moshe's concern and distress when he saw his brethren suffering in Mitzrayim was paramount to him. And likewise, at the end of his life, Moshe is attentive to the well-being of others and wants to ensure that the sun shines for them as well. The great tzaddik, Rebbe Menachem Mendel of Remenev, once said, Every Jew who tells me about his tzaras leaves an indelible mark upon my heart. When I stand to daven Shmon Esra, I open my heart to Hashem. I daven that Hashem will read every single tzara that's recorded upon my heart. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM on a Thursday, 27 degrees, mostly sunny and a high temperature of 34. If you're in New York, that's what the day is going to be like. Welcoming those of you and everybody from around the world, tuned in, listening in, being part of this great radio broadcast. Much appreciated. Feel free to comment on our app, the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. Is a, <coughs> excuse me, is a wonderful opportunity to be in touch with us uh, on the spot on the spot, on a regular basis. And um, and we encourage you to uh, check in with us as often as possible on the, um, on the app. By the way, yesterday, uh, uh, Chaim David Burson was here. Um, we were talking about the brand new album. We did a Facebook Live video with him, and uh, he mentioned uh, this coming Shabbos. So here I have the official information. If you're in Manhattan this Shabbos, the Jewish Center is having the seventh annual Shabbat of Song for Shabbos Mavorachim Adar, featuring Cantor Gideon Zellermeyer, Cantor Chaim David Burson, and the Shara Shemayim Choir under Maestro uh, Roy Azulai. It's happening Friday night, tomorrow night, and Shabbos morning at the Jewish Center. Information on the Jewish Center website. And as he said yesterday, don't forget, they start a drop earlier. They'll start at 845 Shabbos morning because of the special Shabbos. It is, after all, Shabbos Shkolem. It's a Shabbos Mavarchim. There's a lot going on this Shabbos. Uh, many of you uh, in this audience, I would bet, have heard of Ezra Academy. Ezra Academy, as, um, as Mishpacha Magazine put it recently, Half a century after founding Ezra Academy, outreach pioneer by Ellie Freilich still knows the language of the heart. When it comes to Ezra Academy, uh, that name, that school name, and the name Rabbi Freilich are synonymous. And they have a major event coming up on February the 17th. And I, can, I, cannot, I cannot encourage everybody out there enough to be there on Saturday night, February the 17th at 9 p.m., at the Michele Elagio, if I, if I have that pronounced properly, it's in Elmhurst, New York, as they pay tribute, 50th annual dinner of Ezra Academy, uh, which is in Forest Hills, New York, and has been doing amazing work for half a century. Rabbi Tzachi Diamond, who's a Rebbe at the Yeshiva and uh, directs uh, the development department at Ezra Academy, is with us live via telephone as we get ready for the 50th annual dinner on February the 17th. Rabbi Diamond, welcome to JM in the AM. 
Thank you. Thank you. Am I right that the name Ezra Academy and the name Rabbi Freilich are synonymous, are essentially intertwined? 100% correct. Pretty amazing what he's done over half a century, huh? Yeah. What what was the what, what was the thinking in the early days? I mean, this is in Queens. This is a uh, a school that's known for its amazing kira of efforts. Uh, what was the situation in the 1960s that Rabbi Freilich decided to embark on this? And so I believe it was a little before my time, but I believe in uh, 1968 uh, there was a public school strike, um, uh-huh. and uh, it was an opportunity to to try to reach out to a lot of the Jewish. Neshamas, a lot of the Jewish children who are in public school, um, not receiving any education due to the strike, and uh, to be able to try to educate them um, both in secular studies, but but especially in in the Jewish studies, which they were missing out on. Now, I would assume that there's a good chance that there are some Ezra Academy graduates listening into this broadcast right now. Wouldn't wouldn't we suspect with the thousands that they've had over fifty years? Uh, yeah, a safe bet. As a safe bet is right. And uh, you're paying tribute. The 50th annual dinner, which is happening on the 17th of February, not only will pay tribute to the school, to Ezra Academy, but you've chosen some interesting and worthwhile honorees. Tell our audience who you're going to be honoring on the 17th of February. Well, the honorees are uh, Rabbi Eli Freilich, who is the dean um, and founder uh, of Ezra Academy in, in 1968. He's been there from day one, and he's still every day um, beating, beating us. And, um, and also Mrs. Fran Hirschman, who's the principal for the past 34 years. Wow. Um, so they're going to be the two honorees, and um, not only because that they, they showed us, but they also they both come from similar backgrounds to many of our students. So they still, to this very day, are able to relate to each and every one of our students. You know, this is an era where people tend to move around a lot in the field of Jewish education. You stay somewhere for five years, people start getting suspicious. How How is it that they've put together three, four, five decades? Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they come in every day. They love what they do. They, they relate well to the children and the students and even the faculty. And uh, it just a, it's a testament to, to the the beauty of what's going on at Ezra Academy that people can stay there for for fifty years. Something. What is the makeup of the yeshiva now? I mean, kids are coming from what backgrounds, from what neighborhoods? How would you describe the way the school is in twenty eighteen? Uh, so in twenty eighteen, we're, we're catering to um, many different demographics. There's a large population of Bukharian students. Uh, we have also some Ashkenaz. Um, uh, we're open to everybody. We have many students who come in from public school still. Uh, and we try to cater to each each student. Uh, everyone's background's a little different, but uh, we, we cater to each student according to their, their needs. I wonder, I don't know what Roy Freilich would answer to this, and you might have some insight because you speak to him uh, often enough, I'm sure. I wonder if it's more difficult now to convince the public school kids and parents to make the switch to a yeshiva than it was 50 years ago. you have any insight into that, how difficult that process is these days? Um, I'm not sure how much more difficult it is now versus then in regards to public school. There's definitely more obstacles and challenges in general, uh, as, as, as every school would probably uh, have to deal with. Um, but there, there are many, many students, there are many more that we can reach out to in public schools, but there, there are many students who come eagerly and, and willingly and happy and uh, and socially, it's a, it's a huge draw. 
uh, students often say because their friends are here, they want to be here also. They yeah. see how much uh, how, how much warmth there is and how beautiful it is. So that so that's a strong draw that we have even today with the challenges. Rabbi Tzachi Diamond's with us. He's a Rebbe at Ezra Academy and directs their development department. The dinner is the seventeenth of February. I can only imagine. First of all, how's the dinner doing? Has there been a decent response so far? Uh, yeah, it's been a beautiful response. Um, I mean, every year we have a nice response, but I think even more so this year, being that it's 50 years, you look back and see it, see how beautiful it is to see an organization in the, in the school survive that long, uh, especially when you have on the release like Rabbi Freilich and Mrs. Hirschman. People want to show Hakar Sotov and say thank you for for the, the life lessons and, and whatever else they've taken and gained from Ezra Academy. Yeah, no question about it. You know, I love promoting proven commodities. I love when we can get on the air and say, you know, if they've been doing it for 50 years and the sacrifice that public school parents have to make to send their kids to yeshiva, excuse me, send their kids to yeshiva, which I'm sure, you know, leads Rabbi Freilich and uh, Mrs. Hirschman to give very generous scholarships, I would assume, because after all, you're competing with free public school. So as a proven commodity in terms of the way they do this, I, I would say this is a very worthwhile cause for people really around the world, but certainly uh, locally in New York, to support. So everybody out there, the Ezra Academy Annual Dinner, whether you can make it or not, is happening on February the 17th in Queens. Uh, it starts at 9 p.m., and we do encourage you to be there. By Freilich and Mrs. Hirschman deserve that. But if you're not able to be there, or if you never heard of Ezra Academy until now, it is a worthwhile institution to support because they literally are making sure that young people in our community are not going to be spending their time in public school, but instead will be spending time in yeshiva with people like Rabbi Diamond and others. How do people support the cause? What's the easiest way to be part of the 50th annual dinner? Well, you can you can email us. Um... To, to respond or to, to contribute towards the dinner, uh, Ezra Dinner 68, Ezra Dinner 68 at gmail.com. Um, or you can just call the school. Um, there are many, many different ways. I'm sure everybody here has, knows somebody who's, um, who's been affected or, or life has been changed by the dinner. So we would we'd love for as many people, uh, like you said, even those who have not attended Ezra Academy. Um, to to reach out and help us celebrate this this beautiful milestone. What would be the phone number at the yeshiva? Um, seven one eight two six eight six five five zero. Ezra Dinner six eight at gmail dot com. Ezra Dinner E Z R A Dinner six eight at gmail dot com. Well worth the contribution, everybody. I'm telling you now. The phone number is seven one eight two six eight. 6550 718-268-6550. Listen to Rabbi Diamond's uh, uh, directive. He's right. Everybody out there uh, likely either knows somebody or has heard of somebody or certainly is familiar with the work of Ezra Academy, and chances are you've met Rabbi Freilich, whose name is uh, quite appropriate. He is one of the most Freilich and wonderful, uh, upbeat people you'll ever meet. Um, so with all of that in mind, try your hardest to support the Ezra Academy annual dinner coming up on the 17th of February, 9 p.m., Queens, New York. All the additional information at 718-268-6550, 718-268-6550, EzraDinner68 at gmail.com, E-Z-R-A, Dinner68 at gmail.com. And by the way, Rabbi, um, Rabbi Diamond, uh, I mentioned earlier about you know that some of the people at Ezra have been there a long time. It brings to mind my friend Rabbi Moshe Zucker, who also has put in, what, close to four decades over there at the Ezra Academy? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Pretty amazing. Right. I don't know what it is in this era of everybody moving around that you guys are able to hold on to people, but you've done a pretty good job at it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it just shows what the, how, how endless and how beautiful it is. Things are, are at Ezra Academy. Uh, people love being there, and uh, they don't want to leave, yeah. even the faculty. Look, the reputation certainly precedes the school and precedes this conversation. All right, uh, any other information you want to give us? Anything you want to add to today's conversation? Uh, we just love to uh, to see a warm response, um, a warm warm evening of, of celebrating with Rabbi Freilich, Mrs. Hirschman, and um, it's also celebrating with the the hundreds and thousands of lives that that have been affected by the fifty years of Ezra Academy. We'd love to see everybody um, participate with us. There are a lot of generations that are now dedicated to our heritage because of the work that's been done over the last 50 years. Can't deny that. There are Jewish families that are completely dedicated to our tradition because of what Ezra Academy has done. Many of them have, have gone into, into education themselves uh, right. based off of what they've, what they've gained from Ezra. Also amazing. All right. We wish you the best of luck. I really, really, really want to see this be a major success for my Freilich. Mrs. Hirschman, they deserve it. The school deserves it. Uh, I remember the days when I first started in this industry when the yeshiva was still, you know, 10, 15 years old. Everybody was wondering if it could survive. Very challenging times uh, and very difficult hurdles they had to overcome. And now 50 years later, like I say, look what they've done. Just amazing. Ezra Academy's annual dinner, Saturday night, February the 17th. Everyone respond, please, nicely by um, by emailing Ezra Dinner 68 at gmail.com, E-Z-R-A dinner, 68 at gmail.com. You can also call the school and get your reservations in for the dinner. Whether you can make it or not, make a reservation at 718-268-6550, 718-268-6550. And Rabbi Diamond, your last, my last request of you is to give the warmest of regards to Rabbi Freilich and Mrs. Hirschman, please. Will do. Thank you. A pleasure. Good luck with the dinner. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
Spano, Gamberino, Uwe Zolo,
office boy and climbed up the corporate ladder. He made a buck, a bit of luck, everything fit in a pattern. The wife and kids, the house they lived, they were so proud he'd arranged it. He said his goal, he's in control, but he'd forgotten the main thing. Yes, he'd forgotten the main thing. strange the world seemed changed he suddenly couldn't control it and now he knew he'd missed the clue he had to think back and retrieve it search and find a peace of mind that comes to a heart that's believing that comes to a heart that's believing
Jam in the AM Thursday morning broadcast with Aryeh Kunstler. Helping me recall the amazing week we had last week at uh, in Jerusalem, the Shari Tzedek Medical Center with Kosher Halftime Show 2018. Big thank you again to uh, Ohad and Mayor Kay and everybody who made it such an amazing event, including the uh, Rothenberg Law Firm, and including who sponsored it, of course. And, of course, our sponsors at the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Anybody who hasn't seen it yet, if you haven't yet seen the um, Kosher Halftime Show 2018, make sure to go to YouTube and search Kosher Halftime Show 2018, and you'll find it on our... Uh, you'll find it on our... Um, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. It is there. Um, I think I was supposed to take care of this a few minutes before this break, but you know what they say, better late than never. Mazel Tov going out to Shmuel Leibowitz on his bar mitzvah. To Aliza and Rabbi Natana Leibowitz, Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Shmuel chose a wonderful Parsha, Parsha's Yisrael last week. For the big celebration. So again, a Mazal Tov to the entire Leibowitz family from all of us here at JM in the AM. A reminder, amazing programming all through today, including Charlie Harari coming up next at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Lessons of unity from the Super Bowl. Mm. Spin class, political news with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison speaks to Jessica Katz, director of Yad Lea Clothing for Israel. And on That's Life, Miriam Al-Wallach will have Yitzchak Rosenthal as a guest, the director, of course, of Shalsheles. Live lunch, we'll have a really interesting live lunch today. Uh, between 11 and 1, it'll include a Facebook live session as well. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Hashem, 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 Hashem,
J.M. in the A.M. Seven minutes after the hour. Thursday morning broadcast. Earlier we spoke with Rabbi Diamond from Ezra Academy. They've got their big dinner coming up on the um, 17th of February. And I mistakenly gave you the wrong phone number. For information about that dinner, February the 17th, Ezra Academy 50th anniversary dinner in honor of Rabbi Freilich and in honor of Mrs. Hirschman is happening on the 17th of February. The phone number is 718-263-5500. Again, that's 718-263-5500. You can also email Ezra uh, Dinner 68 at gmail.com, E-Z-R-A dinner, 68 at gmail.com for all information. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, plenty coming up later on, as we said, full day on our network here, uh, all the way until 1 o'clock with original programming, and then, of course, our throwback Thursday between 1 and 4. Don't forget tonight, Mark Zomick with a brand new show. It's called the Arab Shabbos Show, brand new, meaning a, a brand new edition of the Arab Shabbos Show, uh, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, well, I think everybody who's a regular listener of this broadcast knows what I think of JLIC, the Jewish Learning Initiative on campus that the OU has done a remarkable job with. I mean, just incredible uh, what they've done. I didn't realize that JLIC is already 18 years old and that its founder is a somebody that I am proud to call Rebbe, uh, somebody who has such a youthful disposition no one would believe that he was my Rebbe about 40 years ago. Uh, joining us is the founder of the OU, JLIC, founding director, Rabbi Menachem Schrader. Rabbi Schrader, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Menachem. Great to speak with you. So, so what happened 18 years ago? It was you or someone else? Who started the conversation that there has to be a presence of couples on campus to help Jewish students around this country? I was teaching at the time at Yeshivat HaMistar, and just from the students who were coming and going, going primarily from secular university campuses, it became clear that we, they were coming from very little in terms of uh, community and infrastructure, and then we would give them a tremendous jolt for as long as they would be in yeshiva, for a year, for two years, for six months, whatever it would be, and then we would send them back. And there was a, a deep, deep feeling that we were sending them back to nowhere. So I started getting in touch with the Orthodox Union and with Hillel, and uh, we came up with the idea of developing a program whereby we would send Torah-educated couples 
to the various campuses around North America and other places where many Orthodox Jews go to study, and we would help them with creating a community that would be led by this Torah-educated couple. You know, it has to be a couple because... All of these campuses are co-educational. There are men, there are women. The men need a man to, uh, as a personal example, the women need a woman. And we want them to be married to each other, to present to them what we are hoping for these students in the not-too-distant future, Bezrat Hashem. And uh, we would place them on the campuses within the context of the Hillel. We're not interested in competing with anybody, Chas Shalom. And uh, we would have the use of the Hill building, and uh, and uh, we would be available, of course, for all students, and uh, and we are. But in particular, with a, a, a Torah message, and with a Torah community a- around which many students would uh, would participate and become an important part of. What and was, what, what uh, was the... Hashem, we started on the three campuses, four campuses. And today we're on 22 campuses in North America, and one in Eretz Israel. What was the first one? What was the? I know you started with three. What was what was the very first? Do you remember? The first was Brandeis and Yale and Cornell. We were we went to all three of them the same year, and uh, thank God uh, we're we continue to be at these campuses as well as at another 20. Is it hard to find these couples? And I ask it like that because I've met some of them uh, in person. Others we've discussed, uh, you know, JLIC with on the air. And it seems that they are really extra special, really dedicated to the cause, extremely uh, uh, loving of the students that they're that they're caring for. Is, is it hard to find the personnel? We we work very hard to find them. We're in touch with many yeshivot and uh, with all sorts of other uh, institutions. And uh, in, we, there's a very, uh, very strong interview process. Uh, there, we have our own interviews. They're interviewed also by the, the students and by the Hillel they're going to, they're going to be going to. And uh, thank God we're, we've been extremely happy with the results, as you've already indicated. We have an outstanding group. We, we, we have... 23 couples plus the 24th couple because at University of Maryland we actually have two couples. And uh, they're all outstanding each in their own way. And, uh, and we have supplementary to our educators as well on a number of campuses uh, because of the tremendous size of the Orthodox community. Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Rabbi Menachem Schrader is with us, founder of the OUJLIC uh, that we've been lauding for years here at JM and the AM. Uh, who prepares the couples? You know, now on college campuses, aside from, you know, like Kashrus and, and Tfilah and, and Torah study, which, I, of course, you know, are, are basics that couples like this would help to encourage, supervise, and, and carry out. Uh, but now on campuses, we've got some complicated issues, whether it's BDS, whether it's uh, uh, anti-Semitism, whether it's a, a rise in the white supremacist movement that we just read about last week in the Jerusalem Post article on so many campuses. In the United States, there are bigger issues that that need to either be addressed or need to at least be familiar with. Who prepares these couples for the experience on campus? Every summer, we get together all the new Torah educators and uh, a good portion of the old ones, and uh, we we meet with them uh, intensively for several days. Every winter, we have a four-day conference in in which uh, one of the days is Shabbos, in which 
we we all get together, all the couples as well as the national staff. We we talk, we discuss, we bring them lecturers, we uh, we bring in OU personnel, both professional and lay leaders, and uh, and you know they're on top of everything as it should be, and uh, you know we. We're willing to showcase them all, thank God. Would you agree that campus life is very complicated in the United States these days? There's no question that campus life is complicated. What's the most complicated thing about it, though, is that we develop and and educate uh, our Talmudim, our children, within a communal context. They've been going to uh, nursery school through 12th grade, in Shomer Shabbos uh, institutions, where almost all the students are Shomer Shabbos as well. The food that they eat, both at home and at any of their friends' house, uh, is all glad kosher. They go to summer camps where davening is, takes place with three times a day, where there's at least an hour learning, and many of them go to Kololim during the summer in their teenage years. And, uh, and on and on and on. When parents go on vacations, they frequently go to a glad kosher hotel somewhere with a lot of other Orthodox couples, there's sort of no end to the. On the one hand, they're open to everything. You know, they 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 see everything, they watch everything, they hear everything. But at the same time, there is somehow a glass bubble that surrounds them within this context. Then they go to Israel and they get extremely excited about Torah and about mitzvahs. And then many of them come back and go to secular university, this is their choice, and that many of them have uh, important reasons for doing so. And, and the bubble is gone, and where is the Kehillah? Where is the Tzibur? Where are your friends? Where are all those people who have been uh, protecting you, in effect, uh, within the context of Torah Judaism? And it's not that we want to isolate them from the, the wider American community, Chasr Shalom. There's, uh, you know, we're, we're part of uh, whatever country we live in, and we're, uh, we, 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 we appreciate that, and we're patriotic, and, uh, and it, it's great. But we need our own Hever, we need our own Sibur, we need our own community, we need our own Kehila. And uh, it has to be with leadership. And uh, the husband-wife team of... Uh, of JLIC uh, is that Torah leadership within each campus. You know, I, I admire the way you just put that. Um, I'm going to say it a little differently, and maybe it'll sound more harsh. Uh, but <laughs> but ahead. but parents don't realize, and I now have, just so people understand the context, I now have four kids in college. And parents out there do not realize, and certainly students don't, but I don't know if I would expect them to, parents don't realize that very often, and I'll use the words very often, we are taking a 20-year massive investment. And I'm talking about a massive investment of money, a massive investment of, of supervision and, and of, and of uh, uh, infusion of values, and certainly Torah study and the Torah way of life, a 20-year investment. And in some cases, many of which I know personally, in a matter of weeks on a secular campus, that investment is completely gone. So, you know, there are cases where that can happen, and we're certainly there to prevent or at least encourage that that not take place. 
But probably if that does happen, there was some problem all along that we're not uh, we're not on top of, and that uh, we have to be working on really to become on top of. But what what's crucial here is that if a, 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 a boy or a girl walks into second university, basically a ben Torah, basically a shomer mitzvah, a shomer shabbos, a shomer kashrus, someone who davens every day, someone who puts on tefillin every day, someone who who dresses sanua and has limitations in terms of what they do with uh, someone of the other sex, they, uh, they, they, uh, they need to feel that they're not alone. They need to feel that they're part right. of a group. Right. And, and we are uh, you know, working towards for forming that group on each and every campus. And Baruch Hashem has been tremendous success in doing that. Boy, parents must be indebted to you, I can tell you that much. Uh, Rabbi Menachem Strader is with us. I should mention, <laughs> since it's one of the reasons we asked them uh, to come aboard this morning, uh, that now that they're in their 18th high year, OUJLIC, which was created to bring Torah educator couples to college campuses and create this personal and spiritual infrastructure that Rabbi Schrader has uh, uh, beautifully described, um, they are looking to bring a Megillah in honor of the 18th year. They are looking to bring a Megillah to each of the college campuses for this coming Purim. And they're asking everybody out there, especially those who feel indebted, and there are many parents out there, to the work of JLIC, uh, to join in honoring the past, celebrating the present, and getting excited about more of the future by dedicating a part in a Megillah on campus. You can make the dedication at oujlic.org slash Megillah. There is an H at the end of that. That's oujlic.org slash Megillah. Uh, there are different levels, of course, of uh, contribution, all the way from an $18 letter to an $18,000 Megillah that you may want to give to your child's college campus. And they thank you very much for considering it. Again, it's uh, org slash Megillah. And Rabbi Schrader, I would assume that this, like all of the fundraising efforts, will simply just go to a- adding and enhancing the JLIC experience on college campuses around the country. Absolutely. Of course, this is a fundraising uh, effort on our part, sure. but we, uh, it, it, it is very special that each one of our campuses is going to own its own Megillah that will be sponsored, and, and that will have a Megillah case, which you can sponsor, and, or you can sponsor a Perek, or a column of Hamelech, or a Yad, or Megillah clip, or a letter for $18. It, it, it's uh, whatever anyone can contribute to this. It, it's uh, as, as, uh, We've not explained before. It, there, there, it's really a continuation of Torah education into the the educational professional era, where you know it's, it's just a fact. Most, the great majority of uh, Orthodox, modern Orthodox students are going to uh, universities. They're they're secular universities, and we are there to help them along in their Torah dedication in Talmud Torah in Shmira Satara in every possible way. And they do such a good job at it. I, I've met them personally. I'm always uh, fascinated by these couples. They're doing such a good job at it. Rabbi Schrader, continued success. It's really an amazing program. Amazing. Uh, the, the, the numbers and the expansion you know, is testimony to the incredible uh, work of the JLIC. And uh, kudos to you and the OU and everybody who's involved, the couples, of course. Anybody out there would like to contribute, be part of this as we get closer and closer to Purim, be part of the effort to get every campus 
a, a brand new Megillah, and uh, with that, you'll be supporting the incredible work of JLIC. The easiest method is OUJLIC.org slash Megillah. OUJLIC.org slash Megillah. Rabbi Schrader, to you and everybody out there in uh, Israel, we say a happy Purim to you and continued success with JLIC. Uh, man, thanks for Great talking to you again. A pleasure. I'm Anachem Schrader, who I am proud to call Rebbe, and uh, I am proud to have here discussing one of my favorite topics on JM and the AM. 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. More coming up on a JM and the AM Thursday.
In the AM, Machar, done by Mordechai Shapiro, of course. Before that, you heard of Ben Sion Solomon with Lachadodi, Eitan Freilich in there with a nice Shabbos selection. Thursday, JM in the AM. Tonight, speaking of Shabbos, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time for the Erev Shabbos show. Mark Zamek brings that to you, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Tonight. 
Uh, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Unlocking Greatness. Charlie Harari is going to be taking an in-depth look at lessons of unity from the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Eagles and Patriots supposedly could teach us about unity. We'll find out at 9 o'clock. 9.30, spin class. Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder with the latest political news. 10 a.m., Jew in the City Speaks. It's Allison Josephs with uh, Jessica Katz, director of Yad Lea Clothing for Israel. That's life. Miriam L. Wallach will uh, feature Yitzhak Rosenthal, leader of Shalsheles. Between 10.30 and 11, at 11 o'clock, our live lunch. Uh, we'll have a Facebook Live component today because we're going to have a very special guest live in studio. So make sure to be listening between 11 and 1 to our live lunch. Throwback Thursday, we'll go back to an Ellie Gerstner appearance from 2004. JM Rewind Encore with our friends from Ateret Kohanim at 4 p.m. And as I said, at 7 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time, the Arab Shabbos show, Mark Zomik features great Jewish music. Sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's all happening tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. JM and the AM, a reminder, if you're at Bedford-on-Park, if you are at Bedford-on-Park, the delicious, and boy, do I mean delicious, restaurant at 61 East 34th Street. If you're there today for lunch or dinner, make sure to mention the name Nachum Siegel. Mention the name Nachum Siegel, you get yourself a free dessert. Simple as that. So if you're enjoying their, uh, I don't know, their Caesar salad and their lamb bacon and their classic burger and their 22-ounce uh, ribeye and their uh, great sandwiches. Don't forget, mention the name Nahum Siegel, and you've got yourself today, Thursday, lunch, dinner, a free dessert. Bedford-on-Park, northwest corner of 34th Street Park Avenue in New York City, 61 East 34th Street. Bedford-on-Park, amazing sponsor of ours here at JM and the AM. Um, I mentioned that the Yeshiva University Maccabees, their men's basketball team, is doing amazing. They're 6-1 in 2018, five of those victories on the road. And uh, tonight, they are home up at the Max Stern Athletic Center. If you have an opportunity, go cheer them on. They are doing really, really well. That's happening tonight up at Yeshiva University. One Israel Fund has their Play for Israel event, the big game night and Israeli auction this coming Saturday night at 8.30 at the Mansion at Lawrence. One Israel Fund Play for Israel game night and Israeli auction this coming Saturday night, February the 10th at the Mansion at Lawrence. Register online, playforisrael.org, playforisrael.org. Use promo code PLAY4NSN. Save some money with promo code play 4 N. S N and you'll be glad you did and enjoy the event Saturday night. Looks like a really, really good one. Looks like a lot of fun. Looks like one that, um, uh, that's going to be really, really enjoyable. Chaim David Burson was here yesterday at JM and the AM. Hope you had an opportunity to, uh, to listen in or see the Facebook live video. Here he is from the brand new album, 10 Lanu Chayim at JM and the AM. Mamtini, Miss Rakshi, may I give you low? May I give you low? 
עליהם על מלכוש המים זה מי זה? וכולם מקרבים מקרבים עליהם על מלכוש המים זה מי זה? מקבלים, מקבלים עליהם על מלכוש המים, זה מי זה? זה מי זה? זה מי זה? זה מי זה? JM in the AM, Micha Gammerman off of the Shire Pinchas volume number three here at JM in the AM. Chaim David Burson with Geula Rock. Mordechai Shapiro had Machar. Thursday morning, I want to say uh, hi to Maishi Rosenwasser. This is from our uh, app, the NSN Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Uh, according, to the, um, according to the app, Mazel Tov and best wishes to Maishi on moving into a new home and getting a new job. Mazel Tov from all of us here. At JM the AM. Also, anybody who wants to see an interesting comment about the JLIC conversation that we had with Rabbi Menachem Schrader earlier, go to our app. Uh, you'll see the comment that was made about uh, 15 minutes ago by listener Moshe. Uh, you may find that interesting. I certainly know that I did. <clears throat> That's for sure. And feel free to comment. Feel free to comment on our app at any time, day or night, of course. Uh, big day, as we said, all through the day here at the uh, Nahum Siegel Network. Charlie Harari is coming up with Super Bowl lessons. Yeah, what did we learn from the Eagles and Patriots? Spin class at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs with Jessica Katz, director of Yad Leia Clothing for Israel at 10.30. Miriam L. Wallach at, uh, at, at 10 o'clock. Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30 with Yitzchak Rosenthal, founder of Shalsheles. They'll have a discussion at 10.30. 11 o'clock, we're all live here from our New York City studio. Very prominent guests coming into our studio, and we will be Facebook-living, so keep that in mind. Facebook Live during today's live lunch. So we'll have that for you. And plenty more, of course, all through today, including uh, Mark Zamek and the uh, Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens at 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Shalshelis. Take <laughs> 
Jam in the AM. Oh, sorry about that. Jam in the AM, that's a better me done by uh, our friends at Eighth Day. It's a good song. That is a good song. Um, Where's my playlist? Oh, <laughs> I had a playlist up a minute ago, but it completely disappeared, so I apologize for that. Uh, but we did some nice selections before that also, didn't we? Yeah, I would say so. Some nice selections before the Eighth Day one as well. I am proud to say. <clears throat> Tomorrow morning, Friday here at JMA. Make sure to be tuned in. Plenty coming up. <clears throat> plenty coming up the rest of the day, as we've been telling you. Between uh, Charlie Harari, Michael Fragan, and Phil Goldfeder, Jew in the City speaks. Uh, Miriam Alwalik at ten thirty with That's Life, uh, featuring Itzhak Rosenthal, founder of Shalshelis. Eleven o'clock special guest in studio. We will be Facebook living during the live lunch today, so make sure to pay attention for that. Mark Zomik tonight, Erev Shabbos show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Big Shabbos coming up. We've got the uh, Parshas Mishpatim. We've got um, Shabbos Shkolim. We've got um, Rosh Chodesh Adar. We're going to bench Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is going to be Thursday and Friday next week. Boy, got a lot going on this Shabbos. Didn't even realize it. Um. Yeah, Thursday and Friday next week. That's going to be Rosh Chodesh Adar, a two-day Rosh Chodesh. So that should be uh, that should be interesting as we get closer and closer to the holiday of Purim, which is right around the corner. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. On listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I heard from someone else the other day that's uh, irritated by the, by the phrase beloved NSN app. I don't know why. Some people are not happy with it, but hey, it sums it up, doesn't it? I think so. Wraps up a great Thursday for us here at JM in the AM. Charlie Harari's next, followed by an amazing day of programming. Make sure to keep it on NSN all day long. If you go to Bedford-on-Park today for lunch or dinner, Bedford-on-Park, lunch or dinner, 61 East 34th Street in Manhattan, mention the name Nahum Siegel for your free dessert. And good luck to the Yeshiva University men's basketball team. The Maccabees play tonight. They're on an amazing streak. Good luck tonight, guys. Until tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.